1: They're, and they, they hit on that combination of caring for people, providing a, a livable community, providing livable communities, but also being able to make, do that while being profitable. So understanding that you can make money by doing the right thing. And it's not just about the money And it's not just about the right thing, because if it's just about the right thing and you're not making any money, that can't be the right thing because you'll be out of business. If it's just about making money and you're not doing the right thing, then sooner or later, you're not going to be making any money because you're not treating your tenants right. And they're going to be gone or you're going to have a lot of evictions and there's going to be some issues there. And we all know that your unit turns are going to be the, one of the biggest eaters of your profit. The more you have to turn units, the more issues that you have with your uh, residents, the more it's going to eat away at your profits. And so you're
0: looking so, for that now. for tuning where we make happen. Dreamcatchers. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life forward to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dreams. Are you ready?
1: Hey, this is James Bryant from Better You For You. I am with Jerome Myers again from the Myers Development Group. You know, last week we came in with our midweek mirror moment and we were talking about a technology row and a lot of the flow of the conversation had to do with execution, how you really have to execute on your plans, how you can think the right things. You can say the right things, but unless you're able to execute, you're really not gonna get to where you need to go. Jerome gave a wonderful story about driving to the airport and how he had to check-in with the GPS and the GPS told him to go in a slightly different direction than he thought. But because he followed that direction, he was able to avoid traffic and they were able to make their flight. He made the connection between that and coaching and mentoring. I mean, we talked about a lot of different things there. For those of you that know us, you know, we're both in the real estate space. I primarily serve more as a key principal and Jerome does everything else and kind of move things (laughs) forward. Um, But what's really cool is this week, I happen to be in North Carolina, um, you know, both on business, checking on, the properties that we own down there, Um, and I have family down there, so a little bit of mixing business with pleasure, but we had the opportunity to meet with our property management partner. Um, And this is the first time that I've had the opportunity to meet face-to-face with that property management partner. So without further ado, because I've talked a whole lot Jerome, man, tell us a little bit about your impression of that meeting, how'd it go, and just in general, what's been happening with you uh, this past week?
0: Oh, man. So that was amazing. And I don't even really know how to say how we got here. I mean, we we made a transition from a different property manager at the end of the first quarter of 2019 to this new firm. And I thought being about six months in, it would be a good uh, opportunity for us to kind of circle the wagons. Get them introduced to some of the other folks on our team, as well as talk about what they thought about the business plans that we were executing on. And I think the report was favorable. I think they confirmed a lot of the things that we suspected going in. And so what that did was make me feel pretty good about what we are I guess what we're assuming are assumptions when we're putting our models together, I think we're able to, I think we have our finger on the pulse and think might not be a strong enough word based on the conversation yesterday. We know we have our finger on the pulse here in the Greensboro market. And so, you know, they kind of broke down the things that they've been working on. They also shared some of the challenges that they had and It was opportunity for James and Devin to engage with them at a deeper level than you would over a phone call or um, via email with our monthly reports. So I was really pleased with the meeting. We still got opportunity to grow. We made some decisions. Well, we kind of made some decisions. (laughs) I said, go do some things. And then James said, well, how much is it going to cost? And, you know, at the end of the day, there's always a cost consideration, but you know, I got a pretty good idea. At least I hope I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was a great meeting. And for those of you that are interested in learning more just about what goes into selecting the right property management partner, that's one of the modules that's included in the Myers method. And just being able to know what it is that, the questions that you need to ask and what you're looking for in that partner, it's very important. Um, As Jerome said earlier uh, in the project, we had a different property manager and it didn't seem as if that property manager's goals were aligned with our goals. And almost immediately in my introduction to the new property manager, I could tell within the first five minutes that our goals were going to be aligned uh, just because they were interested in serving a mission. They understood that it was kind of a three-way partnership from the property owner, the property manager, as well as the tenant, and trying to make sure that you treat everybody right. That doesn't mean that everybody's going to be happy with the decisions that you make, but you're going through and you're making sure that you're having some type of real consideration for the person on the other end of that transaction. I really appreciated that approach and it, appeared, at least from, again, the exposure that I had, that they would be looking to make sure that they were executing our plans to give us reasonable um, recommendations on things that we can do and really pointing out to us what maybe some of the barriers are to moving from 70% economic occupancy to 90% economic occupancy. Just really trying to move those barriers out the way so we can continue to improve the NOI of the projects.
0: What's NOI? The net
1: operating income.
0: So, you know, I thought it was pretty cool when you you jumped straight to the 90% number when we were talking about occupancy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't go in with a coordinated game plan. We didn't have a bunch of contrived schemes or ideas. We just went in and had a simple conversation with them about what's going on. And it's always interesting when I meet with a property manager and other partners are in the room because they always wanna know, well, can I say that in front of them or (laughs) <laughs> do I only talk to you about whatever the issues are and I, I laugh a lot of the time when, when I see people pause or hesitate when they're getting ready to say something they already know <laughs> like we're not hiding anything we're not trying to create an illusion that things are perfect because they aren't and it was it was interesting I was we talking to Bill Manicero yesterday who holds hosts the old dogs uh what is it? The REI old dogs podcast. Yeah. And he was talking about mistakes and he, he paused and was like, well, maybe it's not mistakes. And, you know, I followed up with, well, Bill, if you've got listeners and they're dealing with people who say they don't make mistakes, they probably should run. Right. Because (laughs) the transparency is what matters. I don't, I don't think, you know, you should go tell people every little issue, but if there is something that's meaningful, having the conversation with your investors, this is the only thing that makes what we do different than Wall Street, right? You can actually reach out and touch the people who are making the decisions. Yeah. Um, with Wall Street and the stock market, you know, you have no say and you have no input and you really don't know what's going on until it hits the news. You know, for me, it's about transparency. Anybody can look in and see what's going on, talk to anybody um, and, it's my expectation that the story is the same regardless of what point of entry you have. I value that. I think it leads to speed of execution and I think it fosters trust. Even if you know things aren't going as you would want them to go, there's not this facade or illusion that things are perfect because, I mean, that's not reality, especially not operating a business. No, it's not.
1: Have you been looking for properties when unable to find a good deal? Do you feel like lack of access to private capital is holding you back? Do you have the confidence in your skills to execute your business plan? The Myers Method, we walk with you to help you step-by-step understand the actions needed to identify, acquire, operate, and maintain multifamily properties. it's not. Things are going to happen. Uh, And so we talk about in coaching, when we're coaching clients, things happen all the time. So there's nothing wrong when something happens. The question is, how are you going to respond to that? And are you going to continue to walk down that same road so that the same stuff keeps happening? Or are you going to adapt? Are you going to adapt and respond and change your approach so that you can get to the desire and goal that you're looking for. Um, So I think it was the other thing that I really appreciated about the property management partner was they, you know, could tell us in very intimate detail what was going on uh, on all the property, Um, this tenant to this other tenant and what their issues are and just all kinds of things. And so it was a very personalized approach And even if they simply prepared in that way in preparation for the meeting with us, that's still fine because it shows attention to detail. And I really appreciated that level of feedback from the property management partner. And for me as a key principal in these deals, you know, and any person that would be uh, considered some type of a key principal you really wanna understand the value of having a great partnership. And your property manager is probably one of the most key people that's gonna be on your team. Particularly if you're investing out of state and you're not physically gonna be there all the time or not or be there frequently, you really wanna have that trust that the property manager is gonna execute your plan and just be truthful with you about how things are going and how things can go in the future. And so, you know, one of the questions that I asked is, okay, this meeting's been great, but one year from now, when we're sitting here, what story are you going to tell me about the properties that we have you managing for us? What's that story going to look like? And that gave the property manager the opportunity to just lay out their vision for the properties that they're managing. And then again, if, and I'm looking for alignment. You know, again, are you, you're saying the right things, right? Now we need to see, are you taking the steps to do the right things? And when we look back on the next quarter, Jerome and I are gonna be looking for, did they execute? How did they execute? what it is that they said they were gonna do? And if they're not executing, we need to make adjustments. So it's this constant feedback loop, but you know, for you guys that are out there, you're looking at these projects, you're looking at getting in this business, you have to make sure that you're paying attention to the all of detail and that you have your property manager on board.
0: And on board is relative from my perspective. <laughs> yeah. John hit me on the leg when I told him I was pleased with the fact that they collected four months worth of back rent on a resident that we evicted. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, you're true to form. You're so predictable. And if they know you're watching, they may behave a little bit different, right? Yes. it's just kind of the way it goes. Yeah, because even on
1: board, you still have to keep them accountable. It's your job to keep them accountable. It's your job to be present with them. This is not a one of those commercials where you set it and forget it. No, when you're involved in these projects, You are, you need to know what's going on Um, unless you're doing involved in some type of syndication and it's totally passive and it's set up that way. That's one thing. But if you're in some kind of a joint venture or you're owning these properties yourself, you really need to be present and make sure there's a connection and a relationship and rapport that you have with the property manager, your property management partner
0: i don't know what else there is to talk about i did, did get a check on the way out that made me feel good even though it wasn't as much as i <laughs> wanted it to be hey every little bit
1: counts goes towards the bottom line right hey, anything else that you want
0: but if you would i mean what you you mentioned the one thing about the personalized approach you mentioned i think you talked a little bit about them being able to speak to the residents on you know a per resident or unit basis Mm -hmm. what else about your conversation with them gave you a good feeling that you know they're they're the right folks to be working with
1: probably you know for me without me going through my spiel of what's important to me how we need to how we can do good while doing well in the stories of going on you know, inspections of units and seeing the conditions of what people are living in and just me personally having an issue with an owner that would allow a, a property to be in disrepair to that point. Without me even going into that, they hit on a lot of those key themes very early on in the conversation when I asked them to tell me about themselves. You know we all had different meetings that we had to go to, so I probably was a little less patient than I normally am. And I was like, okay, tell me about your firm, tell me about you, why do you do this? Because I need to understand that why. I need to understand that why. There, and they, they hit on that combination of caring for people, providing a, a livable commu- providing livable communities but also being able to make do that while being profitable. So understanding that you can make money by doing the right thing. And it's not just about the money. And it's not just about the right thing because if it's just about the right thing and you're not making any money, that can't be the right thing because you'll be out of business. If it's just about making money and you're not doing the right thing, then sooner or later, you're not going to be making any money because you're not treating your tenants right. And they're going to be gone or you're going to have a lot of evictions and there's going to be some issues there. And we all know that your unit turns are going to be one of the biggest eaters of your profit. The more you have to turn units, the more issues that you have with your uh, residents, the more it's going to eat away at your profits. And so you're looking for that balance of, yes, we can make a profit by doing good and they hit on all of those key themes within the first five minutes of the discussion without me having to prompt anything in terms of what my views were. And so that was a great opening for me and then listening to them talk about what some of the tenants needs would be and how we might be able to provide for that need and break even or make a little bit of money, but the more important thing was not to lose money, but to provide that service to the tenants so that we can continue to attract the type of tenants that we're looking for as we move these properties from C, C minus to a C plus B
0: units. When, when they were telling you about their ability to get rents at over a hundred dollars more than what our last property management company thought they could get, what, what did you think about that perspective?
1: The interesting thing there is when we had the previous property manager, and you can attest to this, when I met that property manager... I did not necessarily have a great feeling or vibe from that property manager. You know, it it is what it is. When I met with this property manager and listening to them, I'm thinking, well, if you treat people right and you take the right approaches and you say, this is the standard that we're going to set and you're marketing it and you're doing your job and you're showing up and you're being present, then to me, I would come to expect that they were able to get you know, the the prices that they're marketing and setting for. Yeah, I think part of it is that the other property manager that we had did not, wasn't used to working on these types of projects in these neighborhoods and really wanted to just fill the units with a warm body, but not the right warm body. There were several times in our discussion that Uh, with our new property management partner where they stressed the whole process of getting the right tenant. So they're saying, listen, whenever we say get somebody in, we're talking about the right tenant, not just someone. And that's key. I mentioned earlier, the more terms that you have, the more times that you have that that property manager has to go to deal with the tenant issues, then that's less money that you're gonna be able to put into your profits. Uh, The more time that they spend during those issues, the less money that you have. Uh, So you really wanna make sure you have a good property management partner. You really want to have someone that's gonna help you look at some of those capital improvements in maintenance issues, particularly those that are going to enhance the quality of the lives of your tenants that will increase the curb appeal, things that can uh, directly affect your net operating income. You wanna have someone that's gonna be able to look at that project. One of the great things about this property manager is that they had, they were and still are real estate investors. So they understand what an, an investor's perspective and what we're looking for, and they're able to approach how they manage the projects with that in mind
0: i like it i like it nice so i don't know man we're we're trying to figure out what these thursday episodes are going to be um i feel like they'll probably have more of a real estate or coaching focus but that's fine We'll figure it out man we're just experimenting with you guys give us some feedback we love to hear from you you know emails whatever yep we're just trying to figure out who the actual community is and trying to provide some value for you guys. I mean, what else would we do this for? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn more about Dreamcatchers, please visit the website at If you can think of someone who would benefit from these types of opportunities and are willing to share what we're doing with them, we would greatly appreciate it.